0: Hello and welcome to episode 39 of ERRX. Multiple times a day, we get a patient in the ER with a heart failure exacerbation. More often than not, these patients are given diuretics, usually in the form of IV furosemide. If they are diuretic naive, most will start out with a dose anywhere from 20 to 40 mg IV. But if the patient is already on oral furosemide at home, how much should we give? Just give their home dose? Some multiple of their home dose? The classic age plus BUN equals the dose you should give? That's just a joke. And then how should we give it? As a bolus, or should we jump straight to a continuous infusion? There is so much conflicting data on this, and we have almost no help from clinical guidelines. It's no surprise that this question has been discussed in the past, and when it is brought up, most people also bring up the DOSE trial, published almost a decade ago now. The authors of this trial wanted to clear up the uncertainty about dosing and administration of loop diuretics and heart failure exacerbations. They enrolled patients who had a history of heart failure and were on 80 to 240 mg of oral furosemide equivalents prior to study enrollment. Remember that 40 mg of oral furosemide is equal to 20 mg of torsemide or 1 mg of bumetanide. Also remember that 40 mg of oral furosemide is equal to 20 mg IV furosemide. Patients were randomized to either a low-dose strategy or a high-dose strategy, and to administration of furosemide by either IV bolus every 12 hours or by continuous IV infusion. The low-dose group received a total IV furosemide dose that was equal to their daily home lube diuretic dose in furosemide equivalents, and the high-dose group received a dose that was 2.5 times their daily home-loop diuretic dose. More on this later. Treatment was then continued for up to 72 hours, and at hour 48, the treating physician could adjust the strategy based on response by increasing the dose 50%, maintaining the same strategy, or discontinuing IV treatment and changing to oral diuretics. In terms of administration of bolus versus continuous infusion, There were no differences between the two in terms of the primary efficacy endpoint of patient-reported global assessment of symptom scores. There was also no difference in the primary safety endpoint of mean change in creatinine levels or any other secondary efficacy or safety outcomes. Okay, so in the ER, we can go ahead and give furosemide by IV bolus, which makes sense because we don't usually start an infusion of diuretics in the ER. How about dosing? there was a non-significantly higher improvement in the primary efficacy endpoint of patient-reported symptoms in the high-dose group, and these patients were more likely to change to oral diuretics at 48 hours, and that was statistically significant. The high-dose group also had greater net fluid loss, weight loss, and relief from dyspnea, but that came with a significantly higher risk of worsening renal function, which occurred in 23% of patients in the high-dose group, but only 14% in the low-dose group, but note that this was a transient effect that did not lead to any bad outcomes by day 60. Overall, there was no difference in median length of stay no matter what dose or administration strategy was chosen, nor was there a difference in composite endpoints that included mortality and rehospitalization. Okay, so let's put this into practice. Let's say your patient was on 20mg BID of furosemide at home and is now in your ER and you want a diurese. Having listened to this episode, you are now even more confident that you can safely give a furosemide IV bolus, but you're trying to figure out which dose to give. You conclude that the high dose strategy may be best for your patient. Since your patient was on a total of 40mg oral furosemide, The high-dose strategy calls for a total daily IV dose of 40mg times 2.5 or 100mg, which would be given as 50mg IV BID. So the dose your patient would get in the ER is 50mg IV. Of course, this can be adjusted to other patient factors, but it's a good place to start. This dose seems a little high, and this is where the confusion comes in. It's unclear in the dose trial if furosemide's 50% oral bioavailability was taken into account. If so, this patient should actually receive a total of 50mg IV daily, given as 25mg IV BID. I spent an embarrassing amount of time trying to figure out if our example patient should get 50mg IV or 25mg IV in the ER, since most of the people I talked to also had different answers. I thought I had my answer, and then I emailed the lead author of the dose trial to see if I was right. According to him, the dosing in the trial was based on numeric values only and was not adjusted for bioavailability. So if the patient was on 40 milligrams of furosemide daily at home, they would get 40 milligrams IV daily if they were in the low-dose group, or 100 milligrams IV daily if they were in the high-dose group. So even patients in the low-dose group received two times their home diuretic dose if you factor in bioavailability, and the high-dose group received a dose that was equivalent to five times their home dose. Of course, remember that in practice, this dose is usually individualized and adjusted based on response. As always, thank you so much for your time. As part of my New Year's resolution, I decided to make my first Twitter account ever. So please check that out at ERRX Podcast. Also, the winner of the prize has been contacted. Congratulations to the lucky winner from Arkansas. <laughs>